Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And now, live on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app, it's Gabe Ramirez. 670 to score, Gabe Ramirez, Jeff Joniak. Don't worry, dude. I can listen to you, Tom, and Jim talk all day. No, literally. <laughs> Next time, feel free to take your take your time even more. It's good stuff right there, man. Who doesn't want to hear a, a nice, fresh interview with the brand new president of the Chicago Bears, Kevin Warren? Thought you guys did a phenomenal job. Uh, I am going to be hanging out with you guys till nine o'clock tonight. So make sure you guys sit back, relax, and enjoy. Obviously, going to get into a ton of Bears talk. We got Corey Wooten jumping on the show today. Uh, this going to happen right after 7.20, so make sure you guys are here for that. And then we have, uh, again, a slew of other things to discuss uh, surrounding our Chicago Bears. But let's go ahead and start our show the way we always do. These are the top three stories of the day in my brain in no particular order. I call it the trifecta. Three, that's the magic number. Morrell going to third. He will slide. He's got a triple. Number three. So the number three story, I mean, obviously Kevin Warren had his press conference today, blue suit, orange tie, just looked like a commanding presence up there. I think that's what a lot of people were excited about, whether it's Coach Iberfus, Ryan Poles, or now Kevin Warren. People that are in a position of power that have believability. And Kevin Warren is definitely that. Everyone's been talking about him um, since 12 o'clock this afternoon. And it was interesting to hear, hear Kevin Warren describe in his own words why he chose the Chicago Bears. Many of people have asked me, why the Bears? Why this time? It's because of the challenge, the opportunity. I trust Ryan. I trust Coach Matt that we're going to do things the right way. We're not going to take shortcuts. We're going to build an incredible franchise. It was interesting when McCaskey was talking about the process of hiring the president, the company that they hired in order to do the the research, looking at over 20 candidates or around 20 candidates and saying how the firm that was in charge of the hiring process brought people to the table that maybe they wouldn't have necessarily considered. But nonetheless, you settle in on a guy like Kevin Warren, and and it's the ties, it's the it's the the ties that he has to the team already. Obviously, via Chris Zorich, the Bears back in the day, also with Justin Fields and the Big Ten. I mean, the list goes on, and it's just cool that he seems equally as happy to be a member of the Chicago Bears as we, as a fan base, is to have him. So, 
excited uh, that he's here. I, I think he has a ton of work to do, but he doesn't seem like he's going to shy away from it in the least bit. Number two. So Kevin Warren was also talking to uh, Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, here on 670 to score earlier today. And it was cool because, I mean, you, you know, you know how it is. Whether it's a, a quarterback you're signing, a, a new coach, they're always going to talk about the city and, and the Super Bowls and stuff like that. But what Kevin Warren, what, what words he used when explaining why Chicago is the best football city in the USA got me kind of hyped up. Well, I think it's a combination of it. I mean, when you think of a franchise that's over 100 years old, one of the founding members of the NFL, to have the owner still living at 100 years old and for her to be able to tie back to George Hallis, he's by far the most passionate, most educated, most supportive fans that we have. And then the beautiful nature of Illinois, the state of Illinois, the city of Chicago, the surrounding suburbs, the tradition. Chicago loves their sports heroes. So when you add all that up, especially where it's located, it's spectacular. And so that's why I believe. And the other thing that I love is you look at even the you know, they haven't changed the, the, the logos on the helmet. I mean, it's the same. And so they're very tradition-oriented, and it starts with the fans. And that's the thing that's most exciting about it. This is the best NFL city in the United States of America. As a Chicagoan, that's exactly what I want to hear. Like, I already know that, but I need somebody that's not from here to come in and be like, yeah, yeah, but everything you guys have is so amazing. Chicago is so amazing. And then that's the way to win over Chicagoans, because then Chicagoans will be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I like this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. He knows He knows what I know and that this is an amazing place. But I wonder. I wonder because if you guys uh, have not yet, uh, go check out the podcast today for Bernstein and Holmes, specifically this interview with Kevin Warren. They also asked him, like, what is what does it look like, the length of time that you're going to be in Chicago? He's my feeder plan. This is where I want to be. And the reason I bring that up is because I try to think to myself after they asked that question, like, what would the next step be? What If he didn't want to be in Chicago for 10 years, like, what would another job of Kevin Warren's look like? And then I thought to myself, what about commissioner of the NFL? Kevin Warren is only 59 years old. How old is Roger Goodell? 63. So if you, you've established yourself in Minnesota, if you can do it with a storied franchise like the Chicago Bears, who's to say you can't be the next commissioner of the NFL? If you're looking at trajectory, it seems like this is a good place to land. Number one. All right, number one uh, story. Again, these are in no particular order. Uh, I'm going to continue on the Kevin Warren train. Obviously, the big press conference today uh, announcing the new Bears president. And and listen, you can listen to everything he has to say about the organization, about Justin Fields, about Eberflus, about Poles. But he, I felt like if you were to split that pie up evenly into what things he was actually talking about, equal parts was also the move to Arlington Heights. So it seems like it's pretty inevitable that the bo- the, the Bears are going to head to the northwest suburbs. Do you view that as the sole focus of the organization right now? Yes, that's the sole focus right now. As opposed to any of the options? 100%. Okay. And in a best-case scenario where everything goes great as far as the construction and the closing and all that, when is the earliest realistic time the stadium could open? I'll be able to answer that question to you in about six months when I'm able to sit down and really review things. It wouldn't be proper for me to say it. I got to really sit down and get the information downloaded. I'll be able to answer that. I'd be guessing right now. And it's a smart answer because 
his sole focus can't be football operations. That's Ryan Poles' job. So you were there to handle the business side, and what's more important than a new stadium? Nothing at this very moment, because then it increases the value of the franchise, and that's what you're here for. At least as the president, you're worried about uh, the operations of the actual franchise as a whole. So, hey, if you've been looking at, pro- if you bought property in Arlington Heights like in the last 18 months, shout out to you, because you know your property value is going to go through the roof in just a little bit. It might take a couple years. Got six six months to find out when exactly, but uh, I think it's pretty much inevitable. I can't imagine this is a, a, a poker game that they're playing. Bears definitely headed to Arlington Heights. All right, that's the trifecta, ladies and gentlemen. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on 670. The Score, uh, broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by local Hyundai dealers. Shout out to everybody that's listening on the Odyssey app. Make sure you download that thing. I know your your space on your phone is coveted, but I assure you that will be one of the best apps that you download. Not only can you take 670 to score with you anywhere in the world, uh, but you can also, anywhere in the world that there's Wi-Fi, um, but you can also uh, check out a lot of the podcasts that I mentioned, Bernstein and Holmes, Parkinson Spiegel, Mully and Haw. Uh, we're going to be working on getting minds up there consistently uh, as well. Uh, but Odyssey app. And then I got a shout out to the HD2 crew, 104.3 HD2. We're coming in loud and clear over there. Uh, you know, it, it was some interesting things that happened in that press conference as well. They had a, a chance to, 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 to let Ted Phillips speak a little bit. And he was candid uh, about the, I don't want to call it the dysfunction, but I mean, we can as Bears fans, the dysfunction of the, of the Bears organization. And it was, it was cool to see him, you know, on his way out, kind of poke a little fun at himself because they asked him, you know, like, what, what's up? What's been up with the Bears over, over your tenure? And why has there been such little success? Let's see, we've had 45 different quarterbacks, I think, <laughs> since uh, we won the Super Bowl, so that's probably number one. 45 quarterbacks. It hasn't even been 40 years. That's wild. That's wild. And I understand injuries happen, but that's wild. Uh, but but I, I do love that. I love that he's able to kind of pinpoint what that looks like. And, of course, I, I think it's a backhanded way of shouting out your own quarterback and Justin Fields and and, and obviously the, the, the vote of confidence that everyone's placed in him. And Ted Phillips understanding that if, if Justin Fields can be that dude, then, then we can build the team. And I think that's what's going to be important in this upcoming offseason. All hands need to be on deck uh, in this one. And, you know, one position that the Bears are going to be focused on, obviously it's not going to be the quarterback position, but it is going to be the wide receiver position. And a lot of people are giving Ryan Pohl some flack about the guy that he traded uh, what is now the 32nd pick in the draft. Uh, four and that's Chase Claypool and I found some really cool Chase Claypool audio from before the season started he was on the podcast I am athlete so Brandon Marshall LaShawn McCoy really cool podcast gets the gets the guys really calm and in their own element and Chase Claypool was on there and he was talking about his talent level and and where he thinks he fits into the landscape of the wide receivers in the NFL. I know for a fact I am not like the rest the rest of the guys in the yeah, NFL. Talk, talk, yeah. I know I'm a top five receiver. Yeah. I know I'm a top three receiver. Yeah. Mm. You know, like, keep going. Yeah, yeah, keep going. You know, I, I just got to prove the people. Right? When I'm working, I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm a dog. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. And I just got to show the people. And uh, it's going to happen. And we're going to rewind this. And we're going to see this clip in, in a little bit. And they're like, damn. Can we see numbers? Right. Can I hear some numbers? Yeah, we're going to go 1,300. <laughs> 10 plus. I love it. Okay, I want to be very clear. That was Chase Claypool before the season started. So as he was still a member 
of the Pittsburgh Steelers there. And then obviously, you know, George Pickens came in, had a little bit of uh, shuffling going on with the quarterback position in Pittsburgh with Mitch starting the season. And then, of course, uh, Kenny Pickett stepping in halfway through. So uh, it's tough, right? If you're Claypool and you're really trying to judge his productivity, I think we've been coming down on him hard as a fan base and as a city because we thought it, like we were playing Madden and he just like, you know, got Chase Claypool and then all of a sudden he was going to be like a 99 wide receiver scoring touchdowns and just snatching the ball like Randy Moss. But, you know, it has to be, you know, have to have, think logically in some of these situations. And I get it, underperformed. And I think Poles pointed it out really well, too. He said, hey, you know, there was some some wacky stuff going on with Justin being injured and then Chase being injured and them not even uh, able to create any continuity. But that's what off seasons are for. And that's where Claypool is going to be, be at. Again, I'm not saying that all of a sudden he's going to get those 1,300 yards and that those 10 touchdowns that he talked about. But it's good to know that he had, you know, that confidence in himself before the season started, before he got to the Bears. And then, of course, when he got here, he said, hey, I'm glad the Bears traded a second pick because I know our second-round pick because I know that I'm better than whatever you're going to get in that space. So it's tough. I actually had the chance to talk to Pete Futek. He is a college football expert. Him and I do a show on BetQL called College Football or BetQL, you in the action, <laughs> live from Chicago. And I texted him today, and I was like, man, Pete, you and I watched a ton of college football this season. And there were three wide receivers that really stood out to us. And it was Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. It was Quentin Johnson from TCU. And then who was the third? Oh, uh, Jordan, Jordan Addison. Addison. There you yeah, go. it was Jordan Addison from USC. And I asked him, and I said, Pete, I said, I've been pushing for Quentin Johnson hard. Am I wrong? And he responded to me, and this is what he said. Three totally different receivers, Gabe. Johnson is a big, physical, deep guy. Addison is the smallest, quick target, but without the long speed. And Smith and Jigba is the do-it-all guy. They're all safe, but Smith and Jigba has the most upside if he puts it all together. Now, obviously, he was injured during the season, didn't necessarily play in the uh, college football playoff. But these are the names that we need to be thinking about as Bears fans, right? You want a wide receiver? Well, go look at the best three that are out there. See where they might fall. Go look at your mock drafts. Get your arguments in line. Get your uh, group chats going so that you guys can, you know, have your guys ready to go. Don't just look at Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. That's that's the easy way out. Go look at everybody else. Go look at Clemson's defensive line. They're, They're saying that there's two, three NFL talents on that squad. You know, go to Texas. Go to Texas Tech. There's a lot of edge rushers that are there. Go do your homework the same way as Scott would. You're a real Bears fan, and you want to have an informed opinion. Don't let me tell you. Don't let Pete Futek tell you. But at least you got to have, like, a starting point because there's too many damn players in college football. Um, we, what, we, what luxury we have here on the score is that uh, not only do we get guys like Pete Futek, we also get former Bear, Bear players as well, like Corey Wooten. You guys remember him. Uh, he is my partner on Fox 32. He is going to join us next. And he loves college football more than anyone. And so we're going to have a healthy conversation about Kevin Warren. Obviously, Corey Wooten played for Northwestern. Uh, but we're also going to talk about uh, the available talent in the upcoming draft. Who does who does he think the Bears should land on? We'll talk to Corey Wooten, former Chicago Bear, after the break. I'm Gabe Ramirez. 
And this is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I am committed to the Bears. You know, I'm just starting here today. I'm focused. I've always been where my feet are. And especially when you think about what we're trying to accomplish here in Chicago, this is the best job in the NFL. And to be able to work with the McCaskey family, which ties back to the Hallis family, to work on a stadium project, to help, you know, rebuild the, the football enterprise and the business operation with this staff and all of these different things. I mean, I am so excited. And as I said, I'm going to keep approaching this as my first day of my internship, and, and I hope hopefully that it lasts for many years. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. That was brand new president of the Chicago Bears, Kevin Warren, talking to Bernstein and Holmes earlier today. What's up? It is Gabe Ramirez. And right now he gets to talk to a former Bear about the new addition to the franchise. Joining us right now, on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Of course, it is none other than Mr. Corey Wooten himself. What's going on, my brother? Hey, what's going on, Gabe, man? Doing good. I heard a little bit of snippet of that Kevin Warren interview, right? Yeah. It's like Jay-Z, man. I'm a business man, <laughs> right? It's so He's true. Business. He's, He's handling business. the – I love you say greatness – is ahead of us. It's just like that, that's usually coach speak and, and, and player speak. But when the president kind of comes down and just made me like they had that fatherly feel where you, you, you hear it and you actually believe it. Um, were you excited or, or were you just like because uh, the president and you were just like, ah, whatever? No, no, I definitely was excited. You know, what he's been able to do with the Big Ten, 
you know, them having some new members in the conference. They renegotiated that billion-dollar uh, TV deal, and uh, he, he's about that business. And then he has over 20 years of, of NFL front office experience, so I feel like it was a good fit with the Vikings. He was integral in, in, in that new stadium there. They're talking about the Bears getting a new stadium, so I, th- I think it's a good fit. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I, I think it's just it's so cool that it seems like there's this fresh coat of paint uh, for the Bears organization. And it's not just at the president position, right, uh, with the GM, with the, with the head coach. and it's, But it's not even just the faces. It seems like there's a newfound energy. And I don't want to just say it's because of Justin Fields. Maybe is, is it because of the promise of the Chicago Bears and what, what could potentially lie ahead? I think it definitely is the promise. And, you know, this year was up and down. The great part is Justin Fields did really well, and he kept the fans entertained. He kept us analysts entertained as well. But you look at the Bears this offseason, right? They got the most cap money. They have a lot of draft picks, and they have a lot of needs to fill. So I think everybody is excited for the future because the Bears were in so many close games that we were both covering, and it came down to the wire in a bunch of times. So I know – with, with some more talent, you know, they turn some of those losses into wins. And I, I think it's going to be a great year. I think this is the most anyone's look forward to the Bears season, you know, just because of everything going on. Yeah. Maybe the year after Nagy's first year where, you know, the Bears yeah. did well and then everybody was like, oh, next year is going crazy. And then they fell off a cliff. But that, <laughs> that was the year we were all looking forward to. We're talking to Corey Wooten, former Chicago Bear, here on 670. The score, I'm Gabe Ramirez. So, I mean, speaking of the draft, you know, you heard uh, you heard Kevin Warren just kind of say, like, my number one priority is the new stadium, new stadium, new stadium. And and he's like, I was in the draft room with Ryan Poles. We had a chance to look at it. I mean, I know he's going to start in April, but, like, what kind of impact do you think he can have on that draft process? Uh, I don't. I don't think much at all. Like the vibe I'm getting is Ryan Poles came into the situation with Ted Phillips, kind of taking the back seat. You know, I, I think Kevin Warren will kind of be the same way. You know, I think he'll deal with with the stadium stuff. You know, the business aspect of stuff. But I think he's going to be pretty hands off with the football. Um, I think it's going to be Ryan Poles' show. Corey, when you were playing, did you ever? I mean, like, what were your run-ins like with Ted Phillips? Um, non-existent. <laughs> yeah. Not, not too often. You know, he'd say hi, you know, uh, we, you know, we'd say hi in, in the, uh, passing each other, but yeah, there was, there wasn't many football interactions with him. He was more of a, you know, the business aspect of things and, and not really hands on, you know, with any of the GM, Jerry, Jerry Angelo, you know, Phil Emery, any of those guys when I was there. Well, what was, okay. I'm glad that you said that. Cause then now I'm curious as to what your interactions were like with the GMs. I, I'm trying to figure out like, what everybody, I know you see people, but I'm wondering like how close that those relationships are. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's really not as close as you think. I mean, uh, I definitely was closer to Jerry Angelo than I was Phil Emery. Uh, Jerry Angelo drafted me, and he liked me, but <laughs> Phil Emery, I wasn't his draft guy. So he didn't, he didn't like me so much. So it, it, was, it was tough. You know, I really had to prove myself to be a starter, even though, you know, they had drafted Shane McClellan and, he wanted to play him over me, and that was, a, that was the whole thing. No, no, it, it, it was for real. So, you know, GMs want, want to play their guys, you know, and, and, and that's what it comes down to. It's like when a college coach comes, 
and all the other players, like what happened with Dion. You know, he told them, hey, y- y'all better hit the portal. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's what it is sometimes with the NFL. First thing he said when he got to Colorado and talked to the students there, like, hey, I'm bringing my people, you guys – Go hit the portal if you want to. But that's how it is, right? I mean, GMs have their guys. Now, uh, going into this offseason, Ryan Poles has a handful of his own guys and and some guys that were there before he arrived to Chicago, obviously talking about guys like Justin Fields, David Montgomery. What do you think is going to happen with Demo, man? I mean, somebody that we both like, you and I, we both big fans of David Montgomery. We feel like he can stick around, but you saw him last game of the season – taking pictures on the 50-yard line with his family. Of course, you know, that level of uncertainty that exists there. But but if you were if you were Ryan Poles, if you had the money, and but you also had, you know, a, a really good free agent class at that running back position, uh, what would you do and how, how do you, what kind of value do you place on it? I, I think um, at the right price, right, I would bring him back because I think the leadership um, is huge in that locker room. There's a lot of young guys offensively. And then what he can do, you know, he could always grind them out, get you those, the one, the three yards. He catches the ball really well in the backfield and pass protection. We've seen countless times where people say, oh, Khalil Herbert, is this, that, and the other. He's missed a bunch of pickups in, in uh, you know, pass protection. And David Montgomery, that doesn't happen, you know. So I think there's value there. I, I think they both complement each other. It's kind of like that thunder and lightning that we saw back in the day uh, with uh, Tiki Barber and Ron Dane. Mm. You know, they're kind of similar to that. So I kind of like having both of them to complement each other. Yeah, I was uh, I was looking, Corey, I was looking at a mock draft today that had Bijan Robinson going 31st to the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm like, wow. damn, if Bijan like, lasts all the way to the end of the first round, that's going to be crazy, especially when you're thinking that the Bears could have been sitting at that 32 spot. But I, I, know. I, but I can't it imagine. Hurts. You can't imagine Bajon Robinson going to last that long, right? I mean, no. you, just, you just never know. Yeah. I mean, you know, with Aaron Rodgers fell to almost the end of the draft. You True. know, nobody was kind of picking that. So it just depends on, you know, needs. And, and sometimes uh, somebody may have had an injury that they fall off on the medical boards for certain teams. You just never know. We're talking to Corey Wooden, former Chicago Bear here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. Is there is there a specific position, Corey, um, you know, coming out of college, that is, that where the players are more NFL ready than other positions. Is there is there one specific one where you're like, oh yeah? I mean, outside of like kicker, right? Yeah, I, I would say uh, I, I think probably probably offensive defensive line. You know, those, those guys are seeming to be ready from from the get go. A lot of times, a lot of these guys, especially the top five, top ten guys that are defensive linemen, they seem like they come in every year and make a pretty big impact. Um, you know, quarterback's a tough position, you know, because of, uh, you know, the learning curve, playing against different competition. Cornerback is a hard position. Um, you know, wide receiver, you see some guys make strides. Uh, same same with linebacker and running back. But, yeah, I think I think both, both sides of the line, you know, especially from those big conferences, those guys are usually ready to go. Yeah, and there's obviously a handful of guys coming out in the draft that, you know, could be difference makers for the Chicago Bears or any team that, that might land these guys. So I, I look at the Chicago Bears, Corey, and I see them with the number one pick in the draft. Obviously, don't need a quarterback, so other teams might be extra thirsty to move up. And so it seems like a foolproof place to be. It seems like it. But my question to you is, what what would getting it wrong look like for the Chicago Bears? So I, I think getting it wrong would be if you traded back, trading back beyond the Colts, like to that fifth position. I think the Colts, for me, 
is is where the cutoff is with that fourth pick. So you don't I like think, the yeah. so like you're like the ninth pick with Carolina. You you would think that would be getting it wrong. I, I think so. Depending on you know w- what they were giving us, right, you know, just right. because you know I'm I'm looking at that pick, and you could go you know Jalen Carter, Will Anderson potentially, or you know if if we get the defensive line in order in free agency, then all of a sudden we have Skaronsky, uh, you know, from Northwestern that's projected as line, yeah, O line, a left tackle. So you know you got options there. So I I think um, I wouldn't go beyond that 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 fourth pick for me. Yeah. Um, just because I'm looking at the needs and people could potentially take what we need. Yeah, and I and I for me it's like another first round pick. It just every time I see like some of these mock trades or whatever, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna move back this year, we're gonna give you a second rounder and then a second and third rounder next year. It's like, nah, 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 nah. You want this first pick in the job? I need I need at least another first round pick next exactly. year. So to me, I'm like, that's what it would look like if they were getting it wrong. What do you think about the notion? It's like, okay, because one of the ones that's out there is like the Bears trade their number one pick to the Texans at two because the Texans don't want people leapfrogging them to take their quarterback of choice. And then the Bears trade again out of the two spot to, like, you know, the Colts or Carolina, whoever wants to go ahead and get, like, a C.J. Stroud or Will Levis type guy. Is that, like, Bear fandom being ridiculous with their wants and desires? Or is that <laughs> something that, like, you, you genuinely feel like that could potentially happen? Yeah, that, that that could potentially happen. Like draft day is a kind of crazy process. Nothing ever works out exactly how you think. You know, you could think of so many examples of guys, you know, are supposed to go first round, then go to the third round. You know, guys that are supposed to be top five end up at the end of the first round. So you, you just never know on draft day. And I, I think Poles is trying to get the best out of the situation. And, you know, us being at two, you know, potentially at the end of the season, now we're one, there's so many different options. And, and being able to potentially trade back twice, would, would be huge for what you could potentially get. That's if, you know, most of our needs are, are filled at that point. Obviously, we're, we're going to have to address some of these needs in, in the draft, but you, you always want to hear people out and see what the best options are out there. We're talking to Corey Wooten here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. Of course, Corey uh, played a number of years for the Chicago Bears, but he's also a Bears fan. He's invested in the team. Him and I, we do our thing on Fox 32 uh, so I get a lot of his insight, and, and I get to I get to pick his brain often. I, do you ever get bothered to me asking you questions about the NFL? Like where I'd be like, not at all. Okay, man. I, I love it. I love it, man. Um, I, I feel like I'm always like I'm always like Corey. Tell me the real answer about this thing or that thing. <laughs> that's that's like I always ask you about like working out tips because you Stop. got massive biceps and yeah. stuff, and I'm like, Corey yo, I'm knows. trying to grow these bad boys. Yeah. So I ask you, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because I got the I got the dad bod, and, and Corey's really trying to. He's trying to get rid of his NFL physique, and he's trying to – I told him, cheeseburgers. Well, you, don't even get me started about what we eat every Sunday when we're watching hey, the Sunday's Bears a cheese game. day, man. Come on, bro. Sunday, Corey will come in and be like, Gabe, I haven't eaten in 36 hours. I'm ready to go. I was fasting, thing. man. I got to fast and get, get myself ready, man. Right, so I go right. there, and then I, then I go to an Italian spot later on. I'm like, yo, I got to prep myself. We still didn't get our steak dinner in this year. We usually, no, we, we usually we, do. We, we missed got, that we one. Got it, we got it in the preseason, though. We do. We oh, did that's right. We did do it in the preseason. You're right. Look yeah. at that. Damn, I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, hey, cool. whenever, you, whenever you're somewhere, just go with Gabe. He's got the connection. Hey, you know, hey. they pull out the red carpet. Only when I went. Only when I could point out that I'm with Corey Wooten, then it works out for me. Corey, okay. <laughs> let me uh, let me go ahead and 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 throw a scenario at you. Something that's been floating around Twitter is like a projected lineup, right? But it's one mm-hmm. that I see, and I'm wondering. Is that enough 
in this offseason. And it, it, it consists of a quarterback in Justin Fields, Sa- mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley as your running back, and then DeAndre Hopkins mixed in with Claypool, uh, Claypool Mooney, and Komet. Is that okay. is would you consider that a, a, a win for the Chicago Bears, or would you look at something like that as as a loss? Like it's just not good enough. So I, I would say it's a win, but what is the O line situation? <laughs> That's what I got to see first. You know what I mean? I got to see what the O line situation because I, I like those weapons there. Right? Hopkins gives you the number one. Then you have Claypool and Mooney that could fight for the two and three. And you got Cole Komet as well. Saquon's a beast. Um, you know, that's that's a difference in making skill positions, right? I think yeah. that's a pretty good skill. But now, what is the offensive line, you know? Our, yeah. did, did we get our left tackle? Is Braxton Jones uh, our left tackle of the future? Do we get a right tackle? Do we have uh, another guard opposite Jenkins? Are we going to give Lucas Patrick a chance, you know? What does that look that. like in a per- what does that look like in a perfect world the offensive line because I'm trying to picture it in my head Corey and I'm yeah. like and in my mind I'm like it's 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 one stud free agent signing uh-huh. and then no no in my mind in a perfect world it's two stud free agent O linemen and mm-hmm. then like one high draft pick on an offensive lineman as well what what does that look like for you in terms of the the, the balance between draft pick offensive lineman and free agent offensive lineman. So, so I would say, I would say, uh, you know, for for the draft pick, it's got to be the sure thing, right? If, if we're drafting somebody in the first round, it's got to be like that guy Skaronski from yeah. Northwestern. He's a sure thing, right? And then, and then in free agency, it, it just all depends, right? It depends for for me what the Bears staff feel about Braxton Jones, right? Do they feel like he can be the left tackle of the future? I think he can. I think he needs to get stronger, right? That's that's the main thing that we talked about. He gets bold too much. But think about it. If he gets stronger this offseason and you find your left tackle of the future, you move him to the right side. Then you got two guys at the tackle positions that you feel good about, right? And you get a guard opposite Tevin Jenkins, and you draft a center in the late rounds, and you have Lucas Patrick get a go. Because people are saying, oh, he shouldn't be back. He was playing guard. Gabe, he wasn't even playing center yeah. before he got hurt. So he didn't even get an option. And he knows Getsy's offense, which would be great because the center is the quarterback of the offensive line. So yeah, I, I, I would do that. Uh, sounds good, man. Last time Bears took an offensive lineman in the first round, Kyle Long in 2013. Okay. And then right before him, Shea McClellan, defensive end, 2012. <laughs> I just did that. Then, I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> and, then, and then what was it? Chris Williams was probably the, the next. No, no, no. Gabe, Gabe Karimi in 2011. Yeah, 2011. Gabe Karimi yeah, in 2011. Yeah. And then, then Chris Williams in 2008. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that would be that first round pick. But damn, I mean, Kyle Long's really good. But outside of that, you think you're like, oh, not a good track record there, Corey, of, of taking yeah. offensive linemen in the first round. If, if we pick an offensive lineman, we get, we got to get it right, you know, because that's the staple. Everyone's hoping that they can have the left tackle of the future for ten to fifteen years, holding down that blind side. That would be a great thing to have, right, and not have to worry about Justin Fields. You know, getting blindsided. You know, for the next five to ten years, right? Oh my gosh, it's gonna be a t- listen. We, uh, the good thing is we have nothing but months to talk about this whole thing. I know we all can't wait for the draft in April, but more importantly, the upcoming free agency that's going to be here upon us. Corey, appreciate you uh, hanging out from, with me, man. Uh, give give your daughters a kiss, good night, and uh, tell them Uncle Gabe will be there uh, probably in a couple of months. All right. All right, Uncle Gabe, man. Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> I'll see you later, Corey Wooten. Yep. Former Chicago Bear hanging out with us here on 670 Score. It is Gabe Ramirez. Uh, man, that's that's interesting when you look at these first-round draft picks. 
you know, no uh no pick last year. The year before that, Justin Fields. I'm talking about first round picks for the Bears. Justin Fields in 2021, no first round pick in 2020 or 2019. Uh man, don't you're going down a dangerous black hole. You know where I'm going. Yeah. You know it's, where I'm going. It's not good. Roquan Smith for that. And then yeah, boy. Mitchell Trubisky sitting at the two. Ooh, Leonard Floyd, Kevin White, Kyle Fuller, Kyle Long. I mean, that's a tough that you're supposed to have like at least one guy. I mean, you did have one. Roquan's an off player. Oh man, hurts. But I do hope that the Bears make the right decision in the first round. Again, you got to think about it. What would it be? What would look? What would be wrong? Like, how could the Bears get it wrong? That's something you got to be thinking about while we're moving forward as well. One thing that they could do uh, to get it wrong is trading away Justin Fields. If you're part of that crew, like I am. Um, but there's one particular analyst that is throwing out a trade partner for the Bears. And maybe a one-on-one swap for a superstar quarterback. Who is that quarterback? And what are your thoughts on Justin Fields being traded for him? We'll discuss on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. Don't go anywhere. Okay, I think we've had enough of that. Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. Got to shout out Corey Wu one time. Always like talking to Corey. You never really know when you're getting paired up with former athletes, like how they're going to be, especially because we're just regular people. But then you get to hang out with a guy like Corey, and yeah, I hope for the people that play in between the lines. Uh, it is Gabe Ramirez, and you know we were talking about Justin Fields and a particular analyst, Nick Wright, who threw a trade out there. You know, because a lot of people are up in arms about Mike Tannenbaum suggesting that the Bears should trade away Justin Fields as opposed to the number one pick. Well, Nick Wright, um, a controversial guy, kind of had the same idea, but again, we're about solutions on this show, not problems. And he came to he came with a solution for where Justin Fields should end up. Can I throw one, really? I think immediately you're going to scoff at it, okay. but it's an intriguing fake trade. Sure. Because the hardest part about trading Lamar is going to be the Ravens feel like we can win right now, we might have the best defense in the league. So are we really going to trade Lamar for the fourth pick of the draft plus other picks to Indy and have to kind of start over on that side of the ball? What about one for one, Lamar for Justin Fields? So the Bears have more cap space than anyone in the league and they need to spend it. The Ravens have built an offense that necessitates a, a mobile quarterback and they don't want to pay their quarterback. And Justin Fields would be going into the third year of his rookie deal. Mm. The, the Bears have the number one pick of the draft that they could hold an auction for, acquire talent. They have a ton of money to spend. That is, I know everyone's talking about Lamar to Atlanta, Lamar to Seattle, Lamar to New York, all those things. And those things to me are interesting. Yeah. But for the Ravens, you need to know who's playing quarterback for you next year. And you haven't built an offense that you can just be like, all right, we'll sign Jimmy G. Right. Because that offense needs a yeah. mobile quarterback. Yeah. Lamar for Justin Fields is to me an intriguing one that I think both teams have a long meeting about. That is the best one I can come up with. All right. Wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. And that, that's what we're going to discuss. Why is that wrong? Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven studs. Why don't we go ahead and open the lines real quick in case anybody wants to call in? Uh, but feel free to text in as well. I'll be reading those also. 
So a Lamar Jackson for a Justin Fields trade. Now, let, let's go over stats first. All right. Lamar Jackson, obviously, he's already played five years in the league. So he's trying to get paid, paid. Completion percentage, 62%. Nothing too man. crazy, man. Nothing too crazy. Not, not significantly better than Justin Fields. Uh, when you're thinking about, you know, uh, yardage, that's where he kind of separates himself. Second through fourth season in the league, 3,100, 2,700, 2,800 yards respectively. When it comes to touchdowns thrown, it's just gone down every year since his second year where he was killing the league, went from 36 to 26 to 16, and then this year in just 12 uh, 12 games he had 17 touchdowns. Um, he's running the ball, you know, well, just like a Justin Fields. So why the studs, why the meh, why the – why the wrong? What do you what do you think's wrong about it? Is it because of the money that you'd have I to pay that, Lamar Jackson? Okay, so I think that it's something that I think the Bears would be insane to do. If you're the Ravens, I think you say, Oh, hell yeah. We get a rookie contract, a rookie quarterback, or sorry, a quarterback on his rookie contract yeah. ascending. The Bears would be insane to do it because you're bringing in a, a a player like Lamar who I think at the end of the day will not I think at the end of the day, Justin Fields will be a better passer. Uh, at the end of the day, all right. I, when we got to make that argument. Done, we got to make that argument last, though, right? We got to come up with some. So, in the, in so the, yes, okay, yeah. fine. So, but the Bears would be if you're trading for Lamar, you have to immediately extend him. So you're going to give right. him, a, you know, two hundred million dollar contract, crap load of money. Yeah. So now the problem is, okay, you do have money to spend right now, but you haven't built the rest of the team yet. So now you got the quarterback, but you got nothing else. But you still get to trade down from the one. And so all the capital Okay, that, but you still you still like all those assets you would get from the number one are still not building out your team for this year. And now you and have, be the now case, you have significantly less money to spend this season. The money uh, the money is the trade off there, yes. But you also have cause because let's be very clear, Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Justin Fields right now. Right now, yes. Right now. Yes, right I won't disagree with you on that. Yeah, so so but we, I think this is why, and the reasons why I think Justin will eventually be the better passer is because he's got a better arm, like just straight up arm strength. Yeah. Justin's got a better arm. Now, as far as ironing out the the pocket presence stuff, which is the number one critique of him right now, I think he eventually gets there. And so, if if we can say that Justin Fields already has a better arm, and eventually he gets to be just as good of a pocket presence quarterback as Lamar, yeah. then he's a better quarterback right now. Yeah, man, it's it's a it, obviously the money is what the will, money the, is the is money the is the number one number thing, one thing yes. right? I think you you brought it up. If you have one hundred and twenty some million, and you're giving Lamar thirty of it a year, you know, so so you're down to ninety again. You still got more money than anybody else in the NFL, but it limits your capabilities in term in terms of securing the talent at any position and as many as you want in that place. And that, that's what you do there. But the other side of it, to get a Lamar Jackson, you get a Lamar Jackson that if Lamar Jackson's on the Bears next year, whereas most people are saying it's still going to take you another year to, to solidify yourself as a, as, a, as a team that can compete for the playoffs year in and year out, Lamar Jackson does that for you immediately. You, you go to the playoffs next year if you're the Chicago Bears if Lamar Jackson is your quarterback and you still trade away some, you know, their first pick in the draft for some assets and you still get your offensive line together, get still get some defensive linemen. It's intriguing. It's intriguing. I mean, obviously I don't think the bears are going to do it just because of the durability of Lamar Jackson, which by the way, I want to be very clear as we're making this argument, his rookie year, 16 games, second year, 
15 games. Third year, 15 games. These last two years, 12. Still played a ton. It's not like he's missed half a season or anything like that. He's played in a lot of games. Justin Fields, you know, this year, I think he only played in 13 games or something like that. So, I mean, but, but who's getting hurt in the NFL consistently? It's running quarterbacks. Uh, let's take a phone call here. Uh, 312-644-6767. Gabe Ramirez here on 670, the score. Nick Wright throwing it out there. The possibility of a Lamar Jackson for a Justin Fields trade. Curious in your thoughts. Let's go to Mark down south in Fort Lauderdale. Um, so you have a different trade proposal. How you doing, Gabe, tonight? Love um, it, man. I had, had an idea. You know, we're going to have to re-sign Fields eventually. So how about we just draft Bryce Young, number one, trade Justin Fields for the number four pick to the Colts, solves a couple problems, keeps our cap flexibility open for about five years. Um, just want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, Mark, thanks for the call. I think the first thing – Let's take all three of those scenarios and put them in order. This will answer your question, Mark. Is If it's draft Bryce Young, trade Justin Fields, one. If it's uh, trade Justin Fields for Lamar Jackson, two. Or keep Justin Fields and trade the number one pick, three. The worst of the three scenarios is picking Bryce Young at one. Because, yes, you, you, you save yourself on money, but there's there's the, 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 the unknown that exists. And that, in the NFL... Is more is is more detrimental to your team the unknown so you're, the uncertainty that exists there so I would say that so I've heard that one but and and the thing is too with the the trading back oh because you get two additional years of the rookie contract yeah. potentially that at some point it's how much you keep keep going with the rookie yeah. contract yeah stuff. we keep like, doing you know? that. we keep like, trading it, away Bryce like, Young that's and that's then. that I think is a really poor yeah. argument like just because of the contract Studs when that, when in reality you're downgrading yeah, immediate, of course it's an immediate downgrade downgrading and and then I think the isn't the goal to be good as it soon is, as possible but there it would suck if we didn't if we didn't do something like Mark was saying and then Bryce Young is a stud and Justin Fields remains the Justin Fields that he is that would suck and that's the only thing that kind of Rub, you know, makes me feel a certain type of way and icky when I think about those things. But a caller uh, hit me up last week when I was on the show. Actually, it was Monday um, when, when I was on with um, Marshall Harris from CBS2. A caller called in and said, Gabe, I'm not concerned about Justin Fields. I'm not concerned about Bryce Young. I'm concerned about the team. And right now, Justin Fields is on the team. So as a Bear fan, I want the team to get better. And I, that really stood out to me and hit home because that made it, that made championing for Justin Fields more palatable because you're right. We got a guy that's good. Let's build a team around him. And if if it doesn't work out, then, you know, that's what ends up happening. That's a really good point. Right? Is that really on good? making the team. But Focus right on now, the team. If you look at the Bears last season, how far down the list of problems do you get before you get to Justin Fields? Right. There's so many more pressing issues than Justin Fields. So let's focus on the team. He's here. He wants to be here. He's the leader of this team and that's what the NFL is about anyways. I mean, let's not forget. It's a business, but you got to be able to put the pieces in the right holes. And sometimes you get, it's not, you don't need, you know, superstar quarterback play in order to win the big game. All right, it's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. If uh, if you want to call in and chime in on anything, please feel free, 312-644-6767. You can also text in as well. Um, on the other side, uh, I do want to play this interesting video. Wildcard Weekend was 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 awesome, um, but this 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 one influencer just really had me chuckling, man. And I want her to do the same for you. Uh, so we'll talk Wildcard Week on the other side. We'll still take your Bears calls. 
Uh, so keep them coming in. All right. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 